Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Getting proper mental health care can help you feel more like you. That's why Cerebral offers convenient access to online mental health services, including therapy and medication management. Cerebral's diverse clinician team can help with anxiety, insomnia, relationship issues, workplace stress, and more. You can schedule and communicate with your care team through Cerebral's mobile app and attend your sessions from the comfort of your own home. Get started with or without insurance. Plus, you can use your FSA or HSA. Start your first month for 50% off at Cerebral.com slash ACAST. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey, I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Ben Holderness. We host the Holderness Family Podcast every Tuesday. You may know us from the silly videos that we make online. Or a book about marriage called Everybody Fights. Or as winners of season 33 of The Amazing Race. Still can't believe that happened. Listen, we do a lot of stuff, but our podcast is our most favorite thing. Yeah, because every week we get to sit down face-to-face, talk to each other about marriage, family, mental health, or just anything that we want to know more about. Sometimes we have expert interviews, sometimes it's just us, but our goal is to bring some joy and laughter into your life every week. Our other goal is that maybe you will learn something as well. Right. So search the Holderness Family Podcast and check out our most recent episodes. We have one about staying organized with creators of the Home Edit. And one about being diagnosed with ADHD as an adult. We hope you'll join us. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com Hi, it's Dave here. This is my wife, Kathy. Hello. This is the Cinemile, the podcast where we walk home from the movies, uh, or you know, we drive to occasionally. <laughs> Today we're driving. All right. We can't always walk. It's it's cold, guys. It's yeah. very cold. Um, so we're going to uh, see Eternals. To, it's not the Eternals. I think it's just Eternals. Is this the, so? This is like the fourth wave of Marvel movie. This is the in the phase four, right? Phase which four. kicked off with Black Widow. Which right. you can scroll back and listen to our review of that. While we both really liked Black Widow, though, how can that kick off a new phase when that's oh, set like two phases ago? It did off all right. <laughs> set two phases I don't ago. Know. Yeah. I thought Loki, the TV series, and oh, Wonder te- yeah, set this off. Technically, no. I think that what came, yeah, One Division came before Black Widow, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. So One Division and Loki kind of kicked it off but, well, if, but it's technically the cinematic them. universe so I don't know yeah but fine I'm a big fan of those two yeah so. they're in it uh, we also and Shang-Chi was the other one so we've we've done episodes on all those things Black Widow Shang-Chi 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 sorry and um, uh, Loki and WandaVision are over on our uh, Patreon so we're like well ready for this yeah we've seen it all oh you know? and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier which we thought was 
we garbage. were into. Um, so you know, I don't, I don't know a sing. I'm big into the MCU and I'm like sucker for all this stuff. And I don't, I couldn't tell you a morsel of information about these That's characters, about neither. this plot, about I don't know who they are. What Oscar-winning director? I don't know what's from this happening? Year. Um, yes, Chloe Zhao. Um, That's so good. awesome get. She was lined up for this uh, before she won the Oscar. So great. She presumably made get. this before. She I don't know Good question Oscar. Yeah yeah like I she, don't know She only won the Oscar this year Also Barry Keown Who I'm a huge fan of The Irish yes. actor in it And Kumal Nanjiani Who's yeah. awesome Great cast um, Gemma Oh I've forgotten her name The British Co- actress Gemma Collins isn't it No sorry no. That's, Gemma Collins is from Towie It's right? not Gemma Collins It's not her that, Although that I would like to see um, And yeah. Gemma, Ch- Gemma Chan right? Yeah Gemma so Chan. great looking cast But I'm like super pumped To see Barry Keown Because we think he's amazing Do you want to hear a fun fact I'd love to hear a fun fact Gemma Chan Has already been in the MCU uh, she was in Captain Marvel. That is a fun fact. Yeah. Same character? We no, won't know. Different character. No, Are I you know. Sure? Yes, positive. Right, okay. It has been publicized. What She's I playing have, a different character. What I do know about this film is I know nothing about it, but I know that like a load of critics came out and spoiled it after they watched it and everyone is really pissed off and that's oh. actually lousy. You should never spoil a movie in like the general press. No. Um after you've been to a press screening. Against that, which is why we have a hardcore spoilery policy on the cinema. Um, but anyway, yes. yeah. But, but Angelina Jolie is in this, and I read that she's a ghost the whole time. <laughs> oh fuck! Sorry, I'm so sorry. I actually forgot that Angelina Jolie I was in have, it. Uh, we did, sorry. Is it spoilers? In a, Dave, you, you've made your joke. Um, <laughs> isn't it funny that she used to be like such a big star, and now it's like she's not really the headline, even though she's in it. She'll be the and, right? She'll be yeah, the and Angelina so. Jolie. Like they, but these movies all you you notice they do that. They do that. They get a cool, energetic cast. They cast. Often up and comers like Chris Hemsworth. These this, these movies made Chris Hemsworth yeah. and uh, arguably Chris Evans as well. Uh, um, but they always have a uh, highly build and character, yeah, right? Sure. Right from the very beginning. Jeff Bridges was in Iron Man, and Anthony Hopkins is in Thor, and yeah. Michael Douglas. So yeah, she's the and. Sometimes, but nowadays you get you get two ands sometimes, and there's two wits. I, it, I hate that But we need to go Right we're nearly here Dave's just carrying on now Because I'm driving And he's not um, the, the other The other um, interesting cast members In this are um, uh, Jon Snow and Rob Stark Yeah what's that about Why they're are they both, in the same they're movie They're both in it And I'm not sure <laughs> If they're going to like Have a crossover in this But I don't think I can watch The two of them Together on screen But they were Without like, thinking of Game they, of Thrones They haven't been together on screen In a long time Like no spoilers for Game of Thrones But like let's just say They weren't in a lot of scenes together In um, latter episodes And latter series So let's go I'm really excited to see this Like I have to say Primarily because of the Barry Keown thing But also because I am a big fan of WandaVision And Loki So I feel like it's all going to be In that world And also Chloe Zhao I've never actually seen Any of her movies So probably should have watched The actual Oscar winner Before we watched Maybe Was that Nomadland right? Yeah, yeah I feel like she probably Doesn't have the same level Of creative control In this one Perhaps not What I, And I what I'm most excited about Is just not knowing You know You, you go into a lot of these uh, Marvel or superhero things I do with some Pre-existing Knowledge, yeah. um, even Shang Chi, I had some sense of it. I, I don't know a, an iota. Like All they're I know really. Is that this intro was too long. We need to stop talking. <laughs> it's been right. Four minutes. Yeah, let's go. Cool your boots. <laughs> we still got a minute drive. You're all right. You want to stop talking? All right. Um, okay, so we'll see you on uh, the other side of Eternal. Yeah. Not the Eternal, mm-hmm. and not Eternal, who were a very popular um, trio. Yeah. Uh, which uh, fun fact? I owned their one of their albums. 
That's not a fun fact. <laughs> I think it's pretty fun. Okay, <laughs> Big Eternal fan. Okay, but <laughs> nobody can see the look on Kathy's face. She is out, she is enraged. And she has no control because she's driving and I am driving this podcast. Okay, goodbye. Okay, bye. We're Eternals. We came here 7,000 years ago to protect humans from the deviants. Why didn't you guys help fight Thanos or any war or all the other terrible things throughout history? We were instructed not to interfere in any human conflicts unless deviants are involved. By who? We need to find the others. I haven't seen some of them for centuries. Hi. Hello. This is what the end of the world looks like. At least we have front row seats. You know what's never saved the planet? Your sarcasm. We have loved these people since the day we arrived. When you love something, you protect it. Right, we're out. We've just seen Eternals. If it's your first time here in the cinema, we don't spoil the movies we talk about. Until, of course, we turn on to Spoiler Street, which is a very famous street. <laughs> it is. Very near us. And it's on our route home, conveniently. So, Cathy, um, let's talk about Eternals. For anyone who doesn't know what this movie is about, it's, uh, I'll synopsize it, spoiler-free, in one sentence. It's about really old, immortal people who've been on this planet <laughs> for a very long time and now are emerging for a reason. Okay. For a plot reason. Um, so I'll How's give that? You my top, it's lovely. I'll give you my top line opinions before we get into spoilers. I know there's just been loads of controversy about critics spoiling this movie, about trailers spoiling this movie, so we're going to go very light before we go to spoiler streak because we don't want to add to that. I want to talk about that because I watched the trailer just now and it does spoil the movie. Yeah. It um, spoils the movie. It does, so that's weird. Um, but anyway... So, I this is a very interesting film to me because I was really excited to see the director, as we talked about. And I'm actually... While I think Marvel have been overdoing it, I think they've, from a cinema perspective, been just overdoing the movies, I have really enjoyed Loki and Black Widow. WandaVision. And WandaVision, yeah. all those things we watched on Disney+. Plus. Um, watching this movie, I, I actually think that this movie has been done a disservice in the same way that Black Widow was done a disservice in that I really liked the Black Widow movie right we have, we've done a whole review on it so you should go and listen if you haven't because we, we were both we like, big fans of that liked it way movie. more than we thought we would yeah. but the movie was done a complete service when it was made it should have been made 10 years ago right yeah um, <clears throat> this movie I think was done a real disservice because and again I'm not like a Marvel expert like Dave but I have seen almost all of these movies and I'm very aware of all of the the mechanics of how they work 
so many of the movies that I've really enjoyed in this franchise have been origin stories, right? So like Thor, for example, um, or, well, Black Widow, a solo movie, not necessarily an origin movie. Uh-huh. Um, Guardians of the, Gal- the Galaxy I really like. Um, I feel for this movie because I actually think it's got a brilliant cast, right? I think the cast is really top-notch. Yeah. Um, I think it's very evident that they've got a different director in this movie because lo and behold an Asian woman's directing this movie and the star is an Asian woman which again you wouldn't know from the trailer but uh, Gemma Chan is the star of the movie um, visually I really liked how a lot of it looked it looks very different from standard Marvel movies which is a similar experience I had with Shang-Chi which I also really liked the look of but I f- oh Shang-Chi is another example of an origin story I really like Yeah. I feel like this movie was done dirty because there's so many characters they are not characters to my knowledge we've ever encountered before so it's a full introduction right yeah that's um, correct which is also true of Guardians of the Galaxy but there's a lot less of them in Guardians of the Galaxy there's only five of them yeah there's like there's ten there's ten there's Eternals there's in this movie where they're like getting the gang back together and I actually didn't remember any of the gang so like as they were bringing more and more people in I was like oh I'd forgotten about that character oh I'd forgotten <laughs> about that character because there's too many can characters can I just say on that point not only that I, I felt at one stage like Oh good, the gang's together. Let's start this movie. Same. And then it was like, now we have to go and get <laughs> Festos. And I'm like, wait, what? Who? Wait, what? Um, oh my god. So like, I, I, there was just to be honest, there's too many characters and not enough time. And like, yeah. the specific not enough time characters in two hours and forty five minutes, by and, the way. And I don't mean not enough time in that this movie's not long enough because the movie's plenty long. I mean, it shouldn't have been in a movie. It should have either been TV there should have been an origin stories. Or there should have been a TV show. Yeah. Like, for example, Druig, I loved, right? Not just because he's Irish and played by Barry Keown, who I think is an incredible actor, but I'm like, oh my God, why is there this Irish immortal guy who can, like, control people's minds, right? That's amazing. But also... No, he's just there on screen, and, and that's all we know about There him. are so many interesting little threads that the movie throws, some, uh, some of the stuff around his character, that it doesn't have time to do yeah. anything interesting with. And it's like... Because no there's ten the, characters. Exactly, it's like through no fault of the director, who also looked like she was a co-writer. Because I just don't think anyone could have gotten them all in. Yeah, and like, I think this. I just think it was the movie was done dirty, and I think it's like a little bit like Black Widow. It's like a little bit too late, and albeit Black Widow is a much more coherent movie than this because it's about one character. But yeah, so that's kind of my overall take, and like I'm disappointed. I know it's not had a great critical reaction, and I'm disappointed for the filmmaker and the cast involved because I think. They've all done a little dirty. Like, I think Gemma Chan is incredible as the lead. I think she's absolutely amazing. She, real, I yeah, real humanity the, from her. Yeah, I think all of the actors are R- brilliant. Richard Madden's very good. As well. I think the really two of them good. had the most uh, prominent and interesting roles, I thought. And I just, like, another example of, like, again, when you put, like, diversity behind a camera, you see more diversity on screen. I would probably guess it's the most diverse cast we've ever seen. We have an on-screen gay kiss, which I don't recall, between two men. On the lips, which you never see in these movies. That's ever. probably a Disney first. Well, like, you never see in big blockbuster. That's what I mean Disney in movies, blockbuster yeah. Disney movies. So I'm glad to see that normalised. Like I felt like this was a breath of fresh air in that sense. And I also really enjoyed like seeing Angelina Jolie, who I haven't seen anything in a long time. I really enjoyed her relationship with her kind of partner. So there's loads I enjoyed about it. And I'm saying all this up top because I actually I'm not a hater of this movie. And I, I, there's lots of elements I appreciate, but ultimately I think the studio did them dirty. It was, it's not the right medium for it. As we said, it should have been a TV show or there should have been a couple of movies. I feel like they've just made this really quickly to get this property out so they can like add them ultimately back into the Avengers at yeah. some point. Yeah. Um, or maybe add them into like 
the Doctor Strange movie that presumably some of them will be in it whatever because there's all these mystical elements um, and then I think by the time we got into the meat of the movie which was probably the last third of it where it really ramped up I was slightly bored and then they made the just mistake that they make in all Marvel movies where then it just became all like bish bash bosh big fight scenes yada yada the same mistakes they make all the time in the third act and it's like can we just get a Marvel movie where we're not doing that please because this could have been that movie um, so I was disappointed with that um, and yeah that's pretty much my spoiler free review it's not I just I, I'm just being really honest when I say it's not a great movie and I'm really disappointed because it has so many good elements but it just it's ultimately a bit of a drag I really agree with you I think um, you know you put it really well in that like there's I, there's so many things I'm, I am the prime audience for this kind of movie and I want to love it like I just love the Marvel Cinematic Universe right it's but not you, oh, one other thing hard I wanted to, to say, please me it does not have the humour that we've become that's like a staple of it Marvel movies it kind of movies. is there but it doesn't emerge for quite a while yeah, and, and I then, don't mind that missing because in Shang-Chi it wasn't really there either but again it's like what is this movie it doesn't fit in with your traditional Marvel fodder but it's also not totally standalone like Shang-Chi I just don't know well, what let me, it is let me talk about why I think that's felt lacking and I think it's because this movie and I admire it for this is kind of trying to do something a little bit different to what we've seen previously in for the Marvel sure. Studios right yeah. it doesn't look or feel like a lot of those movies where they have very bright colour palettes mm-hmm. and we saw this with Shang-Chi very recently that's a very insanely colourful movie yeah. and it's got that familiar comedy beat that, that feels like that was and I really enjoyed that but that felt like this is kind of textbook um, Marvel uh, studio origin movie but done with some interesting twists which I enjoyed this does feel like honestly this felt more like a DC movie yeah. where it's got a different palette it's very um, very like the, the the way that she chose to, to shoot this the colour palette is very drained of colour Right, it's very grey and yeah. blue and pastelly, and it's it's quite serious. Right, it's got a very different tone. You know, you talked about the Galaxy, the Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy, that origin movie that kicks off with like a '70s soundtrack yeah. and dancing, and it's like full of energy. This is quite a somber movie. This yeah. starts off with an opening title crawl, lo- dumping a lot of exposition on us. Yeah, there was too much exposition. Which at the I start. thought, and I'll talk about that in Spoiler Street, but I don't think this movie for its two hour 45 minute running time handles exposition well or in an interesting way and I think that um, is again perhaps I think you're right to identify it's a problem that is relatively hard to surmount in that she's got 10 characters to introduce she's got and we've never heard of any all of of these people all of this massive cosmic stuff happening on an insane level and 7,000 years of human history so I'm like and like the original Avengers if nothing else like most people knew who the Hulk was in Iron Man do you know what I mean here we're starting from absolute zero it's a very hard task and it doesn't really I think she kind of gets there but it's not a success it's not they did not bat this one out of the park the movie kicks into gear in the second half when you have spent an hour and a half with these characters and I did start to warm to a lot of them and And I think all the the actors were brilliant together yes they are and it's like everyone's kind of doing good work here but it is kind of just cut off at the knees by its this massive weight which the movie has to bear yeah like the so, scene where they're all having dinner together was one of my favourite scenes of the movie because I love it's like in the Avengers I love when we see them all together yeah and I loved that but it was only she couldn't really do it properly before then because we just didn't know them well enough to enjoy the sequence 
Exactly. Exactly. And they, they, we we meet them all at the same. D- Let's go to spoilers because I've got. Yeah. I have ideas. I have some notes. <laughs> no. Which I would have no. handed in like a producer would Let's get to as spoilers. to why this movie could have been better. But uh, spoilers now for Eternals. So you have been warned. Here come the spoilers. Right now, hopefully your earphones are out. Now, can we just talk about? Uh, I don't know what we the, talk about. Sprite. I don't, I don't know, know what the critics is. spoiled. Um, Apparently, the critics spoiled. Um, you know the way there's key moments in time. This is one of the things I heard that critics spoiled, um, which I didn't care about, but I know lots of people would. Is that like you know the way it turns out like they contributed to the evolution of humans? So then that like the nuclear, atomic bomb was yeah, because of what Festo yeah, exactly. had given Apparently, them. Apparently, yeah. like there's some elements like that were being spoiled by critics. And then when we just watched the trailer before we started talking, because we wanted to see what it was like, the trailer stores spoils like the the third act twist yes so the trailer <laughs> which and we're in spoilers now so like if anyone if I had seen this trailer in which Richard Madden and Salma Hayek are having a conversation about the emergence which is the plot of this movie <laughs> then I'm watching the movie so that in itself is not a spoiler right you could watch that trailer and be like okay yeah, an but emergent, we know hey, she's dead we know she's dead <laughs> we've never seen them on screen together and he is going about the movie being like, hey, what's going on? An emergence, you say? Yeah. I've done anything about this. So, I uh, like, that would be... I'd be really upset if and I'd seen And they kind of had a big chunk that. of the scene and as I'd well. I'd easily piece those things to, yeah, two things together. Yeah, it wasn't like a flash of the scene. It was like the first half of the trailer is basically all the elements of this movie where they reference yeah, the I Avengers. Think, I think they're almost not referencing this movie. bad form for the marketing department. Yeah, I think so. They also, what annoyed me about the trailer is like... It made it very Avengers heavy, which the movie isn't, though I appreciate they're trying to sell it in, right? That's fine. Yeah. But then, like, the movie made it look like Richard Mann's the star, and he's actually not. Gemma, Chan- Gemma Chan's the star. But I and I'm like, what white male audience are you trying to pander with this trailer? Just made me feel a bit icky, if I'm oh, being yeah? honest. I just thought it was really wrong. You're right. She doesn't really feature in the marketing she's as the much. Star. Yeah, she's she like, is the star. She's the absolute, yeah. like, driver She's the heart of the, of the movie. She's the heart of the movie. She's probably got the most screen time and she's the protagonist. Like, most of it's from her perspective. See, see there's some really interesting stuff in this movie. Like, I liked that tension that does exist between her and Richard Madden, this idea of who should be in charge of this group. And then you've got some of them, such as Sprite and Kumail Nanjiani's character, who were like, he's the leader, right? He's the leader. He's the strongest. He can fly. He can I love beam. that he's spy- so, that he's Superman, by the way. He's he Superman. just is Superman. But I like, what I enjoyed about that is that we were watching that being like, yeah, he's Superman. Everyone's thinking it. And then the movie kind of just acknowledged it um, by really having fun. that kid reference it, which... And the, the whole can of worms like wait a second what the, the, the Superman exists in the Marvel cinematic universe as a fictional character and also the and woman also who Star can't Wars speak, exists whose name I can't remember the woman who can't speak because she was probably the least she was in at least she's basically the flash yeah I know and look the, I'll, I'll, look they're dealing with powers and characters and properties that were created in the 70s and famously Marvel and DC and every superhero comic book are just like been ripping each other off back and forth but over, also it's like over someone can run 100 fast. years like that's not really a rip and off. there's only so many powers they can come up with um, but anyway I just enjoyed that they were basically the Flash and Superman but yeah everyone's like he should be the leader and it's like no she didn't choose him but the, I think the point is though I think partially where they were confused and it wasn't just the straight white male thing that he should be the leader. I think it's because he was always Salma Hayek's number two. Yes. But then she, because she realised about him... Because she realised that he murdered her. Well, yeah, but... Like, <laughs> yeah, no, he, wait, wait. The thing is, she moved the goalposts. Richard Madden's always been there to help them reach this emergence point. She's the one who changed her mind and suddenly thought that Richard Madden should follow. What? But he's devout and he's like, no, I've... 
I have a job and I'm going to get my job done. Selma Hayek is the one who broke rank. And then she then knew that Gemma Chan like loves the people of Earth and would help her. So that's kind of explains why they were confused that Gemma See, Chan I, was the leader. I actually agree with what you say. And that for me is really interesting. And I think it's a, it's an interesting follow on from where we saw a quite a shade, shaded villain in Shang-Chi. And I think Marvel is getting much better at this and has kind of figured out with Thanos. If you give a villain a perspective that is relatively relatable or you can see how they logically came to that conclusion they're more interesting it's more and complex I think, and he lo- we know that he loved Gemma Chan they've been married yeah. for 6,000 years so I actually was in really invested in him as the kind of the big antagonist at the end way more so than some whatever they were called the the the, the alien monster oh god things, whoever whatever. and also I but really like, like that like we found out like that's deviant right. Sprite is in love with him and like they've never been able to be together because she's like he was with Gemma yeah, Chan also another she's interesting in a child's body. idea so then I, I actually believed it when she went over to his side I just thought that um, was kind of unfair that everyone still was like calling her a child and like mocking her what's unfair or weird and let's can we just talk about this <laughs> let's take a step back as to their boss right Ar- Arashan the whoever um, he is he's the, basically what are, what are they called the Celestials Right, so these Thanos, he's just a big bad from a Marvel movie. I actually think, but I actually don't think he is a bad. Oh, sorry, it's very noisy here. Um, what I found really interesting about this whole celestial thing is a, it answers all the questions of the meaning of life and why we're here and everything. So I personally found that quite quite interesting. I, found it I like really that they provided yeah. a very clear answer, and it provides this sort of moral and ethical question, which is the debate at the end of this movie and the opposite viewpoints of Richard Madden and Team Gemma Chan where they're like these people deserve a chance to be saved and he's like no billions others won't be born because it's the circle of life it's like what the celestial exposition drops on uh, Gemma Chan in that big old expedition dump well it's like kind of and it's also but it's also the circle of life like things in our world live and die and then you feed nutrients to the soil and then and then things are reborn there's the seasonal cycle it's like this the, what we learn about the celestials and the seasonal cycle it's like all things come to an end when you actually accept it it kind of just makes a lot of yeah but they sense. were like but they were like they said for example like earlier on in the episode they're like we're witnessing genocide like sorry in the movie it was interesting to see the moral debates where but there is like, no this is genocide but and this is the stuff I wanted to be explored more this yeah, I wanted to no, there's no show. time there's no time to explore this I actually so, love the plot of this movie it's really interesting yeah. because the celestials you described him as the big bad he's big for sure I don't think he's bad. I think he's completely indifferent. I think if anything... He's mean. He made Sprite into a little girl's well, body okay, for her that, whole life. Sorry, that's why we're on this tangent. Because I wanted to talk that's about mean. the choices that Ashimov, or whatever he's called, <laughs> makes. So I'm like, fine, okay. So Circle of Life, you're going to... And he's like, yeah, okay. So I made you guys. You're the Eternals. You're robots. Sorry, said, sorry, Gemma Chan. You have to play a robot again, as is your lot in life. <laughs> but also, I want an Irish one. This, okay, so this is it. What is going on with the design of these Eternals, which he decided to make? He's like, okay, fine, I want equal representation of... Probably because he wants them to be inserted anywhere in the world and like to be able to fit in. Yeah, totally cool. Yeah. Okay, here's a problem. 
It's 7,000 BC when they arrived in exist? Mesopotamia, <laughs> where I there are no that. Irish accents. <laughs> there are no anything. There's just like Jeez. one group of humans living by the water. And, and yet... Jeremy's like, how is... How, it's like, why does he have these accents? I no, love that he kept his accent, the actor. No, no, here's the thing. I love, I also love that. I he love... seen an Irish superhero I before. love that the movie allowed all of the act, And this is great, a great trend in movies and Hollywood. Like, don't make every... It, it was a really frustrating thing 20 years ago when every British and Irish actor and everybody had to put on the fake American accent to yeah. pander what to what studios thought no they won't like foreign accents but I'm like so cool great we feel in a very international world now it starts in London blah 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 so that, that's cool I like that but it doesn't London. make any sense when they're playing <laughs> creatures that were created thousands of years before any of the accents and it's the, what really said, frustrated me they all that, speak ancient no, Greek though what, what really frustrated me about this it's such an easy answer to all of this in that also why are they speaking English why are they speaking English in Babylon say that about any movie that's ever been made for an English speaking audience and come back to me no but they can speak English now to each other but why are they have they invented the English language 7,000 years ago when they're speaking to each other and Dave they're, they're eternals but they also, can speak whatever they want to speak. The movie could have fixed this so easily by, in the flashbacks, have them speaking either... Right, I know, it's a, Dave, that, it's that's a, a complication movie. to have, to have actors movie. learn ancient Babylonian. No, but, but Dave, it's a Marvel movie and they're never going to have their protagonist for any extended period of time not speaking English. Here's what so I would have liked. Have here's what them. I at least would have liked. Have your... In the, in the past, have your characters have homogenous accents. Right, and then in the present, when they have lived with humans for seven thousand years, and they all went their separate ways to corners of the world, that is a perfect reason for them to have adopted accents. Well, Dave, maybe if they'd made a TV series, they would have had time to flesh out the accents of each character. I did notice that Angelina Jolie had a deliberately, I think, because she's a very good actress. She had a deliberately all over the place accent, and I think that's because she has lived all over the place and now appears to live in like Ayers Rock for herself. What I was surprised about with her was that we talked about this at the top. She seemed like to me to be the and character who's going to show up for a few scenes and be a big name and isn't going to do much work. She wasn't. Salma Hayek was that character, yeah. and she was actually quite a big part of it and is still around. So she I was feel quite like a big part, but she wasn't the main one. It's like an Avengers yeah. movie. She's like Hawkeye. Yeah, exactly. She so, she was the Hawkeye. Yeah, it's interesting. But we need to kind of crack on here and like not get so tied up in the details. I do want to say that at the very end, I'm only interested. Did you in notice the that um, Kumar Nanjiani, who we thought was brilliant, he was so funny and brought the comic relief. I loved all the plots of him going like back in the day playing different movie stars and again I could have watched a whole TV series on that there's some fun ideas some in really here. fun ideas but at the end like he still didn't agree with Gemma Chan and then but he was just like I'm not getting involved yeah except that's weird why just like if you if you're gonna all this time and effort to introduce these 10 characters and then just at the end have one of them be like no, I'm just going to sit this out. No, but I think that I'm was like, actually really interesting because he's like, I'm not going to get involved, I'm not going to be violent, and I'm just going to sit it out. And I actually really like that. Yeah, okay. I thought that was like, oh, we don't normally see that in a Marvel movie where they're all fighting for no reason. Like, <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed yeah. the way we... It was a dull fight. It was really end. dull. And I'm like, I, I, what I'm interested in is the dynamics and the, and the sort of the moral question and the characters. Like, It's like, it's like they were just punching each other like at the end and that wasn't interesting her. like that was really interesting right um, and I like that they kind of paid off at the beginning when we saw Sprite can like multiply visuals and she kind of multiplied all the mountains what really bugged me is that they all came together to create like the mind meld the uni mind like, the uni mind 
and they had this fantastic idea and it takes some ages and they finally get it organized and then like no one thinks to build any form of shield around themselves yeah. so they're all like mind melting yeah, let's just stand here out in the open in the middle of a desert and then of course Richard Madden just arrives and ruins it so I'm like after all that effort yeah. to like program this ability you've just lost that so that insanely bugged me and then kind of didn't matter in the end anyway so I really just like um, from a human perspective I really enjoyed the character again whose name I've forgotten who was married with a husband and he had his kid and he had lost Festos. all faith in humanity and he okay, was that like, was the only bit where I, re- I felt really emotional up. and I welled up but, I then, but, then I realized, but then I realised hang on you're just manipulating me they, they just put on a really sad song and then had him kissing his kid goodbye and I was just goodnight and I was just relating to that as a parent yeah. I was like I don't actually no Festos nor did I remember he was faith. even in this movie but he lost all faith in humanity he's like I gave him this wonderful technology and look what they've done with it and he yeah. like found his way back to feeling human again again really interesting ideas which they give a, sort of a quick scene to of him on his knees with Sama Hayek at Hiroshima and they kind of like that's kind of kind of enough but also not really enough if only you'd had a whole episode of a TV series on a streaming <laughs> platform which you own in which to do this um, and then one of the other things like that I found th- sorry you, you talked about Black Widow earlier they had this backwards Black Widow should have been in the cinemas and this should have been on Disney Plus yeah but Plus. Dave Black Widow was supposed to be in the cinemas a little thing yeah. called COVID-19 I know, got in I the know, way I know, I know. Um, and then I also find it hilarious when we watched the trailer a minute ago that Kit Harrington, aka Jon Snow was like the star of the trailer every scene Kit Harrington's in is in that trailer He's not yeah. in this movie. They're teasing him up to be someone at the end, and um, that's fine. But like, I just—it's so funny how like if you just watch this trailer, you'd be like, "Oh, it's a Richard Madden and Kit Harrington movie." What's funny is that yeah, and everyone's talking about this. Like, you've got Richard Madden and Kit Harrington, who we can only see on screen as two characters see, who they I inhabited didn't, for a long. When no, I but no. Them, by Kit the Harrington end, was different actually than he is in Game of Thrones. By the end, I was fine with it. But yeah. but the but at the beginning when they're talking to Cersei. Um, <laughs> yeah, her name's I was Cersei. like, that's well, um, hang on. That's not their fault. That's the name from the comic I book. I know. And I guess they're teeing him up. We actually didn't save for the second end of credit sequence because it was just all going on for so long. Dave well, we actually go. Googled it. You've never done that before, have you? Well, we had to go. I know, so, but also it was an interesting for me, like before you just would have never left. And you're, then, like, you're, do you know what? You're so right. Yeah, I didn't really care. And Googled actually it. that they shows don't mean anything you, anymore. I didn't come out of this movie really caring about any of these. I thought... Like the first end sequence was like Harry There's, Styles was there. I was like, Why? oh god, What's okay, sorry. I'm, I like Harry Styles, by the way. I just don't get. I feel like I didn't get the sequence. I feel like we are on the on the verge of Marvel Studios jumping the shark. Yeah. I feel like this is a tipping point. Why is there a CGI leprechaun? In? That is that's the moment where I was like, uh oh. <laughs> okay, so it's like, what's happening? What are you setting up? Okay, Kid Harrington's important and he's got a ring. Okay, fine. And now it's like. Announcing <laughs> His Majesty's something Harry Styles. Like an SNL sketch. And I'm just like, oh, it I don't like know. It felt like SNL taking the piss out of Marvel. Yeah, because that's that was some ropey CGI. I and like Harry Patton Styles Oswald. Is a good actor. Like he's in funnily in Dunkirk with Barry Cohen, but he is a good actor. I just that felt like that I scene just, made me just like oh, I'm getting out of here. I'm going to the toilet. Like yeah, I'm not staying for the I next. I didn't song. want anything to do with that. Yeah, I'm. I'm honestly. I feel like they kind of dropped the ball here. I think this is a fine movie. I think it is fine. I think it's coherent. I think there's some really interesting ideas. I like to say the word coherent in a movie review is like we we want to be kind. To my, this my, my my problem is, do you know what? It was just quite flat. Do you know what? Yeah. It for the first half was very dull. It was my very dull. My f- most fun sequence was when Richard Madden smashed the table, which I properly laughed at. But then when you watched the trailer, it's in the trailer. And we've seen I was it a like, times. if we'd so, seen the trailer, even that would have been spoiled for me. But the the, the and here's here's where I think 
someone like Chloe Zhao may not have been like, like it's an interesting choice for this kind of weighty subject matter and, and makes a very nice looking movie but th- and also the I scene... think she truly crafted more interesting characters than we have in yes, the movie yes and probably did but, but yeah. I don't think this movie handles fun very well I think Kumail Nanjiani has to do a lot of heavy lifting in the comedy department because there's a scene where um, he's doing his Bollywood scene where we're first introduced to him yeah. and that dance scene is choreographed and or it's, it's choreographed brilliant. is yeah. fine no no but it's actually really flat and it's, it's yeah the it's movie's the, flat his scene is his dance editing, is good his dance is fine and, yeah. and it's all very interesting but I was like oh this is fun why isn't this fun and energetic <laughs> yeah. movie come on kick into gear do yeah. you know why it's because the editing needs to do some work and it yeah. was just like there were long shots where it was just watching him like you, you need like you need to cut fast you need to have rhythm there was like I thought the edit really let that scene down You're and right. I think that is an interesting I think just as a director it must be like it must be so shit to work with a big studio like this like on a property of this size with this medium and like I don't know I imagine it must just be a bummer it's an incredibly hard job and look and and, and we said at the top this is our first uh, movie that we've seen by her and I think she and look as I said, it's really coherent and looked good. And like so that I is actually saying a lot for that one is of these saying movies. a lot for somebody. And, I, but I do and also, I guess she won an award, an Oscar, so she must have be a good director. <laughs> I mean, of course, I'm sure. I actually really want to see Nomadland. We just missed it in the cinema. But basically, I think what she brought out of the actors and the cast she brought together and all of that was actually way more interesting than like I am bored to tears of some of the other Avengers and Marvel characters like this is so interesting the casting's interesting the characters are interesting it was just let down by the by the overall structure of what they were given to play with and like yeah I'm 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 not a total downer on this movie I think some of the criticism is is harsh but I also do think it was it dragged (laughs) But we've loads to talk yeah. about about it. But anyway, we better wrap up and let us know what you thought about it. We could talk about it all day as we can always as do. As we have movies. done. Yeah, and I want this loads actually more I want to talk about. We've gone on too long. Let us know what you thought of it. Follow us at Cinemile on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And head over to Patreon, um, patreon.com forward slash the Cinemile, where at the moment we're doing weekly succession reviews. We've re- uh, reviewed all of the Marvel TV shows over there. Um, and we just we, watched The Parent Trap. We just watched The Parent Trap fun. actually on Disney Plus um, for our monthly re- retro movie review um, so head over there and say hi and of course if you have a moment please head to Apple Podcasts and follow us is the new thing you need to do and um, follow us and leave us a five star review we'd greatly appreciate it right, thanks for listening everyone bye bye and it when you said Thank you for this. Oh, you're welcome. So now that Captain Rogers and Iron Man are both gone, who do you think's going to lead the Avengers? I could lead them. (laughs) (laughs) ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. What would you say if I told you there's a book that can teach you how to win The Bachelor? What would you say if I told you producers caught multiple finalists reading that book in this season that's currently airing? What would you say if I told you the producers don't want anyone to know that their show has been compromised? How do we know all this? 
We wrote that book. I'm Lizzie Pace. And I'm Chad Colchin. We're the authors of How to Win the Bachelor and the hosts of the Game of Roses podcast, a bi-weekly podcast where we break down all the biggest plays, errors, and MVPs in the game of reality television. Listen to Game of Roses wherever you get your podcasts and go to howtowinthebachelor.com to get our book. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs> 